Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a friend and talented filmmaker, Amir Miller. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. You know, Amir and I, uh, we've been connecting uh, through social media, like a lot of my guests, uh, thanks to the technology. But in the time of the pandemic, you know, a lot of us creatives, that's the best way to uh, see what we're all up to, right? And follow each other's journey. Yes. Um, you know, Amir and I have been discussing before the podcast, just commending each other's work. Uh, and I think that's so uh, amazing to that we have this sense of community with us. Right. Yeah. It's crazy what you can like, you know, the people you can meet online, right? It's just like, yeah. I met so many different filmmakers and like, you know, living in Cleveland, there's some filmmakers around, but you might not know who they are, might not know where to find them. Of course. Online, I can find people from Toronto, find people yeah. everywhere. It's, it's, it's crazy. That's right. And, and back to uh, touching on your point there, uh, it's funny because I was talking to a friend and they're like, you know, I was able to catch up with a lot of my friends uh, because of the pandemic. And they asked that about me. Right. And I said, I, I was able to catch up with friends, but I also made uh, crazy a ton of friends, <laughs> if that makes sense, right? Like <laughs> right? In, yeah. in a time when we're yeah. supposed to be isolated and not talk to anyone, again, thanks to the these podcasts I should mention and uh, just social media, Instagram, right? It's helped us yeah. to connect, right? And make us feel like we are social. I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy how like, you know, social media can put some people together and then they just go yeah. from there, right? Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, and I'm so happy we're taking advantage of it. Um, where yeah. are you from, by the way? I'm from Toronto. Uh, and where are you located? In? I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Born nice. and raised. Born and raised. There you go. Yeah. So is it, uh, is it like a film town? Is there a lot, a lot going, down, going on? Uh, so... Yes and no. So we have the Cleveland Film Commission, right? And um, they they sort of like sponsor like films coming in. We just signed a tax incentive for around forty million dollars. So nice. A lot of a lot of people from LA, you know, that it's so expensive to shoot in LA. Oh so yeah. A lot of people from yeah. So a lot of people from LA they go to Atlanta or uh, sometimes even New York. But you know, people are now coming to Cleveland because we just signed a tax incentive. I was so happy they signed it. They were actually about to take it away and then we weren't about to have any films. So, right. yeah. So um, I think Cleveland right now is on the rise as a film city. So I'm pretty happy about that. Pretty ecstatic. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. And the reason why I ask is because uh, I feel like Toronto was like Cleveland at one time as well. Uh, we we had productions, but it wasn't to the level uh, that it is now. And it's really growing as an entertainment hub. Uh, so it's very important, uh, like a Netflix office was just built um, in, the, in the city uh, recently. So everyone here, everyone wow. in the community, yeah, like a, like a headquarter office, a corporate office. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they're wow. already like uh, uh, posting jobs and things like that. So a lot of people, uh, w whether they're on the creative side or, you know, the business side, they're already reaching out and saying, are you applying? Are you connecting? Are you seeing uh, the news, right? And I was like, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. The office looks beautiful, but that's the, the, wor the word on the street right now. Uh, with Netflix. Um, what's the word on the street right now with Netflix? No, no, I'm saying that's the word on the street with oh, Netflix. Right? Oh, like, oh. That, that's what <laughs> yeah. everyone, that's, that's the, that's the buzz in the air, right? With Toronto. Um, because oh, like yeah, you yeah, said, it, Los Angeles is very expensive to film. So I think a lot of productions yeah. move out here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy how like Toronto, I, I mean, I, I've heard that Toronto is sort of like the, you know, a New York city kind of look to it. I've never been yeah. there, but like a lot of, a lot of films take place in Toronto that are supposed to be, you know, the setting of New York city. Is yeah. Yeah. Like suits. I, I believe suits is film. I don't watch the show as much as uh, like some friends I know, but um, it's famously shot there. Uh, a lot of people like rave about it. Um, Bay, Bay street, I believe Bay in college. Um, they shoot suits. Uh, do you watch suits by any chance? 
no. What is shoots? No, actually, never suits? heard of that. No suits. Uh, with um, it's like about lawyers. Uh, they're in like New York City. Okay. Uh, Meghan Markle was on there, and uh, I forget, like Harvey Specter. Character's name is Harvey Specter. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a big show. I don't know if it's a big sh- big show in the states, but I know here it's uh, like everyone raves about it, which is based in the states. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of like Shit's okay. Creek. Have you ever heard of Shit's Creek? No, nah, I've heard of that either. No, <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> the reason why I bring that one up is because it was big in Canada, right? We have a, we have a station called yeah. CBC, right? So it's like an NBC, and then Netflix picked it up, which is what made it. Uh, that's why it won like uh, the Emmys, and it's it's found the market in the states. So oh, really? that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting uh, because I remember as a Canadian for the longest time, just seeing it on, you know, our local programming, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so getting back to your career, um, the reason why mm-hmm. I, I wanted to connect with you is obviously I revere your work. I think uh, you have a talent. And at the same time, I also feel like we have a very similar path, like a very common origin story. Uh, I remember yeah, right. one of your posts. Yeah, I remember one of your posts, like in the captions, I read something to do with... Um, you basically quit your job and you pursued this passion, this dream of yours for filmmaking. And I wanted to know like, what led you to that, uh, make that brave decision? Um, well, it's sort of just like taking a leap of faith, you know? Right. Um, I never really knew, you know, what could happen, you know, I don't yeah. think anyone really does like you do something <laughs> so, so drastically like that. Course. but you kind of have to have a little bit of confidence in yourself a little bit of confidence in your work and i'm like that and just have a little bit of faith you know um it's one of my favorite words is having faith yeah so i took a leap of faith man um i knew what i was doing i could i was i was capable of more you know yeah like the job that i was working at you don't get me wrong amazon i, I started at amazon you know just being oh, a factory nice. worker yeah oh. so like um Working at Amazon, nothing, don't get me wrong, Amazon, it's a, it's, a, it's a fine job to get you some money to get you off your feet, to get the equipment you need or whatever. Right. But I just knew like I couldn't live a life where I, I where I didn't want to like do something that I'm not happy, you know? Yeah. Like if I'm not genuinely, you know, doing a job that I, I love, that I'm I'm happy, then I, I can't do it, you know, for, for a very long time. Right. And I just knew that I'm putting in so many hours in at this job that yeah. I can you know, flip that and put so many hours into my own business and, um, you know, kind of just take the steps that like other people have before me. I'm yeah. sure that you probably like watched other people, how they made their business, yeah. how they started. And then, things. you know, yeah. just kind of, yeah, and kind of just work my way up from there. Yeah, no. And uh, I get the impression. So what you're saying is with this job, it got to a point when you needed to focus all your efforts, like full force into your business, or did you kind of do both at the same time? And then real uh looked for a way out how, how did you approach it how did i approach like quitting the job and like yeah like did you just like quit it like cold turkey like i'm just gonna focus all my time <laughs> give myself you know so some people do yeah, that, right? Right. like if they have enough no, no. savings or and i and i say that because i i'll get into it but i i've done that for myself uh no with, yeah with my it's yeah. like that my thing is that that's that's really what happened like it's, yeah it's kind of yeah. funny actually great like, um so I was just now starting to pick up work from the people. I, I I think I only got paid maybe like twice and like from like shooting like content for somebody. And it was like, it was only like $150. Yeah. 
I saw I was like, you said wow. that, by the way. Because <laughs> so, I can relate so much, man. Like a lot of people, like I start to question, like they'll be, because I, I do these projects and I say, no, but it's good for the portfolio. Like I need to start somewhere. And then you start questioning and saying, wait, should I be getting paid for like half of these projects? I'm not sure, right? Dude, I know yeah. some of them, some of them for like a hundred dollars or $150. Yeah. And like, yeah. it would be a, a really good video that I spend like hours and hours and maybe like about three, four days on, right? And I, I get a hundred, I got a hundred fifty dollars. And I was like, wow, like, I just got money from this, like from something that like I just love to do. Like I started yeah. off doing like YouTube videos, you know what I mean? And there you like, go. I started learning how to edit and yeah. then I transitioned to like more of a filmmaking. Like I said, just like a right. vlog style, just actually filmmaking. Storytelling. Like, you know, yeah. Storytelling, exactly. Yeah. So like um how I quit was just like in December one day, like it was during peak season. So like I don't know if you know about Amazon, but Amazon has right. peak season where they make you come in an hour earlier. They make you work an extra day and pretty much it's very hard work. Like you're just like on your feet nonstop for like 10, 11 hours for like five days a week. It's very draining. And this one day I was just like, hey, like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, I think I have enough money saved up and I think I can, uh, I think I have uh, my camera's fine. Like I can shoot. I think I'm confident myself to, to make more money. And sometimes when you put yourself in positions to, you know, sometimes when you put yourself in difficult positions, you automatically find a way like i don't know what it is it's like a survival technique in ourselves like we're just going to find a way you're going to figure it out so i just kind of walked in there and i was like three hours and i was like you know what i'm about to go home i'm i quit (laughs) (laughs) packing it up i love it it was like one of the happiest days of my life but the scariest at the same time of course yeah and 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 i love that you share this story uh because I feel like I'm, I'm telling the story, like, like just the, the words that are coming out of your mouth. I, I feel like I've lived this and I have, uh, you know, yeah. just to give you some context, I, I worked a sales job, um, was making pretty good commission. I'm not going to lie. Cause I had a base out like wage, minimum wage, but the commission is what made me make more money than I ever thought I would make. Uh, and that's what I used towards the equipment. Um, but at, at the same time, I was not happy. I was miserable every day going to work. And I remember just exactly. getting a decision. Yeah. They wanted to move me locations. Right. Um, like yeah. that would be like farther out, like 40 minute drive, but I would lose that commission. And like, I just mm. finished saying that commission is what kept me around because that's what helped me invest in my equipment. But if I'm losing that, what's the point? You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. love the job itself, but what I'm saying is I remember like, you know, they made, they made me kind of, they pressured me to make this a decision if I was going to go with this new location a day before my birthday. <laughs> So I was having all these like, yeah, mixed feelings. And I remember just taking a moment. I stood outside for an hour and I said like to myself, like, what do you really want to do? Because in my heart, I've still, I wanted to do film and I never really scratched the itch. I just talked about it to people. And I did like here and there, like not, not jobs, just like attend networking events or like do classes, but I never made anything. And then like yeah. back to your point, man, you just, I walked back in there and I, you know, told my manager, I said, uh, I can't do this anymore. Um, I'm quitting uh, the job and I, I, I quit. Uh, I'm pursuing something else for myself uh, because this is not sales isn't going to do it for me. Right. It's probably and, very um, liberating. Yeah. Very liberating. And, but exactly to your point, I was terrified, like deep down inside, I had no idea what I was going to do next, but there was this feeling of op- optimism, you know, like fire. I got like an yeah. adrenaline. Like I felt like I was a, yeah. a main character in a movie, like down on his luck, but something good was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, not right. knowing how challenging it's going to be. But at the same time, I, I look to those days whenever I'm sad or whenever I forget, you know, why I started this thing, right? I always yeah. look to that day. And um, I say to myself, you know, there was there's a reason for it, you know, and we don't know in life, 
like with anything, right? Like where it's going to head, even if you work a safe job, you know, you could get fired from it after working 40 years. My whole thing is, you know, exactly. give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot if you have a talent for it. So it's highly commendable yeah. what you, that, that story, man, that you had the courage to do it. Cause not a lot of people I'm sure, you know, uh, can do that for themselves. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's not an easy thing, but, um, you know, you know what you like, you know what you can do and you find like an actual like passion because, you know, the first thing I didn't even know I was a filmmaker, you know, right. like you have to at least find, I think everyone is capable of, you know, some, some type of passion or, you know, achieving some type of like, you right. know, something for themselves. Yeah, no, for sure. And, um, I'm, it's just, if anyone's listening, you know, to Amir's story, it's, you know, you got to really listen, listen to that voice or, or listen to your heart because you didn't even know, like you said, you were going to, you were a filmmaker. You just made YouTube videos or a music video right here and there. But yeah. as you keep investing into this craft, you discover things about yourself. And that's something yeah, exactly. that I, uh, I take for myself, right. Just listening to your story, but also reminding myself when I pursue this path, it's like, I start to learn certain things and I'm sure I should mention as well as a filmmaker, you probably keep going because you notice progress, right? And you're getting, yes. you're getting that attention. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing probably it's just like, I'm, I'm noticing like, you know, a lot more like progress, the more work I put in, you know, the better the, the self get. And, you know, sometimes it gets difficult. It does get like difficult. Um, I say the biggest difficulty there is, is, you know, forcing yourself, to be uncomfortable you know like forcing yourself to be like comfortable in those uncomfortable situations whether right. be like learning a new software learning adobe after effects like just forcing yourself to be um comfortable in those uncomfortable situations yeah no 100 percent. and uh, i'm glad you said that about the editing programs because for instance i used to use final cut pro all the time and Adobe Premiere Pro is like the industry standard, like, like a, lot of, a lot of people use, but making that transition, uh, it was very uncomfortable. It took me like exactly. a year to figure it out. I still obviously I'm not perf uh, perfect, but it's enough for me to create some some videos to showcase on YouTube or, you know, send to you when I was talking about that short film I produced. Um, mm -hmm. So it's so important uh, to, like you said, throw yourself in the ring and, and, and take those punches. You got to roll with them, right? Exactly. But um, so I want to go back to when you quit your job. Uh, big thing with creatives, my fascination, I'm always curious about how people around you handled it, like your friends and family. Did they give you any challenges, any doubts? Man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who's um, so particularly? I'd say, I'm just obviously my family, you know, like, right. um, I just like made like a lot of like expensive purchases for my equipment and I was like paying rent on them and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so I was like a little bit behind in the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, and like, you know, not like in debt, debt, but like, you know, you have to, you know, make payments and like that. And of like course, yeah, pay the bills. No, yeah. no, no, no source of income and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like, you know, you're quitting your job. Like you don't have any source of income. My family, my mom's like, you don't have any income right now. Like what are you going to be doing? I was like, don't worry. Like, I'm going to figure it out. I mean, I'm going to make money doing videos. I promise. I got it. I got it. I got that's, it. You know, I was trying yeah. to convincing her. So it was, um, it's tough when like, you know, you have a vision for yourself and not a lot of people can see it, you know? And like, that's like, the, I think that's like the biggest thing that you have to get over is like, you're the only one that's going to be able to see your vision, yeah. your life. Yeah. You're the only one that can look in the future and be like, this is who I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. You know, this is how I'm going to, this is how I'm going to be as a person. This is how I'm going to yeah. be 
as a as a as a man. This is how I'm going to be as a filmmaker. This is this is who I am. Like you're the only person who decides. You choose who you want to be. Right. So it was ultimately just like ignoring a lot of like what people were like you know scared because you know people project their people project their fears on to you naturally. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. It's, and with, it's with anything like, I should mention, just, just, exactly. not even just film, like if you, even if you work anything. a safe job and you decide to, you know, stick in the HR department instead of going in accounting, you'll still have people that say, you'll make more money in accounting. Why aren't you going there? You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be opinions from everyone. Everyone, but like yeah. you have to just know what feels right within you. Yeah. You know, and then um, people just have to respect that. Was that always easy for you, by the way? Because that's something I struggle with a lot. Like, I, I try not, I try not to listen to opinions, but because I have such a respect and love for my family. Especially. I do. I, yeah. I, I I say I'm very hard headed. <laughs> oh, okay, like stubborn. And, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm very very stubborn. Um, it's it's it, it's good and it's it's bad. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's 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 good in in both and being being able to listen to everyone. I think that's a very, very good thing. Um, yeah. Sometimes if you listen to too many people, yeah, you can get caught up in their fears. It's like if they're talking to you out of fear. Um, but and it's the same thing that go if you're like very stubborn as well. Like, you know, um, sometimes they could be talking to you out of a place coming from love, you know, and like maybe you should listen. But yeah. it's just, you know, two different, two different swords, you feel me? Of course, yeah. And, and a big thing for me, Amir, is like, you know, you're never going to know unless you try, right? Like you're never going to get out exactly. of your system. Like, let's say you listen to your mom exactly. and you'd be like, yeah, you're right. And then you go back to work the next day. It's like, you'll never, it always bother you. It always eat away at you. Right. Cause exactly. you're satisfying something, her, yeah. her concern. Right. You're not satisfying your own. Yeah. Something like that would have to have to just, um, you'd have to choose you for some situation like that. For sure. Yeah. I saw an amazing quote that, uh, I posted actually, uh, yesterday and I got some pretty good feedback, some friends, um, and it's really my mentality. And that is generational wealth starts with one risk taker. So anyone that you mm. see that's famous or rich or anyone that people look up to, including our family and our friends, uh, there was a time when a, a, along the family tree, someone did something that was different and that was judged, but you know it worked out for them. And I'm not saying it always works out, but that's why they call it a risk taker. You know, it's, yeah. it's just going that far. Um, do you believe in that notion as well, man? Is like you have to be the risk taker in order to to create that generation. I, I, I think about I think about that all the time. I definitely yeah. I've definitely heard that quote before, and I've definitely seen that where like you know you you definitely um have to be that person to take the risk. You know, I I, I, I study a lot of like successful people. I have like this weird habit of just like yeah, always just you know just looking up people, always like their story, reading their like story. Your, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I always just look up people and how they started and like what they did and like you know read about successful people and like what they went through their mindset and stuff like that. Like I just I'm very interested in like self help and like books like that. Um, yeah. So when I read that, like you know they they were like. They have to take that leap of faith. They have to take take a risk in order to, you know, start that generational wealth. You know, it's scary, but like it's it's definitely a necessity. Yeah, and one thing I noticed about these stories, and I'm sure you picked it up, is there's no formula. Like not one person. It's there they isn't. went to school, then they did this, and they did that. It's they're everywhere. You know, sometimes I think it's just all about problem solving. Yeah, 
pretty much. Yeah. Figuring and learning to overcome and learning to see failure as success. That's a big thing yeah. that, especially as creatives, we, you and I should both like, you know, common thing, uh, because yeah. we're human, right? Naturally, when we, we, no one wants to fail, no one wants to get rejected, but look at that as, you know, a learning lesson or a way to improve. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, like I like I said, man, I, I talk about it a lot with uh, a lot of artists. And, you know, as you grow, as you mature uh, in your craft, I'm sure um, you'll be, it, it, you have to just train yourself to, to overcome them. Because uh, exactly. we get we get caught up in our mind. Um, and, and we can't we can't do that, because then we limit our creativity. We do. You can't get too high, you can't get too low. Yeah, that's that's a good one, too. Don't listen too much to the praise, right? don't listen to the judgment, but also don't listen to the praise kind of keep neutral, keep focused. And then, uh, yeah, reap the rewards in the end. <laughs> but, exactly. uh, yeah. So I want to get back to uh, your page cause that's how we connected. Um, and a while back, I remember scrolling on Instagram and I saw unfortunate news. Uh, I saw you post, uh, something that I, my heart dropped cause that's a big fear. I think a lot of people, filmmakers that are, uh, grinding it out, uh, trying to make it, especially your situation that, uh, you invested all this money in your equipment. Uh, to see that it was stolen. Um, what was that experience like, man, for you? Like being someone that's, you're trying, you're trying to put all your energy, all your effort into this and. Yeah. See something I haven't like even that. really um, shared like really my experience like this, because it's very, um, like I was, I'm, I'm still in the process of making a video actually like thanking everyone that has like actually like reached out and like helped me and like donated and everything. Cause that was definitely like, one of the worst feelings I've felt in like a very long time, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, it's, it's still like, it's crazy. Like things are, things were going very, very well and things are going well right now. Uh, but like at that time frame, I'm, you know, putting my space back, my mind back to that time frame. things were super well, things were going great. Um, a lot of work, almost too much work, actually. Like people don't really know that I was, I was getting a lot of, I was having a lot of anxiety because oh, okay. I was working overwhelmed too much. Yeah. 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 I, I believe it, it was, yeah, it was a lot of like work that I was like, you know, I had to, I had to edit almost every day. I was because, shooting yeah, every other day. What people don't realize is it's not a job where you show up and then you go home and you, you like collect your thoughts and you do something else. You have to go home and edit what you just did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, pray that it goes together, pretty... by the way, I should mention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got all the shots, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. People don't, yeah. People don't understand that. And um, mm -hmm. so I was just very like, you know, stressed and overwhelmed and having like anxiety. And then, um, and it's not like I was like having anxiety because like, I wasn't like making like money. It was like, it was anxiety because I, you know, I was like, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to, make, to deliver the clients in time to, to to keep booking clients to, to keep up my creativity to like right to, to like you know i'm like damn like how do all these people like you know it's it sucks but like you're looking at other people on, on instagram and like yeah i don't know if they're do, like doing more work than you at the time and like you're almost like oh they're putting out way more content than me like i feel up it up step it up you know what i mean and it's like ah. yeah. so i was getting caught up in that mindset at that time and um when i went downstairs you like uh look at my stuff and i and i seen like everything was going on like I made it just like heart drop. I was like in shock, just like lost for words. Um, uh, after that, it was just, it was, you know, I um, went to the police, went to uh, called some friends. Um, 
and I was pretty much just down for for a bit, you know. I I I, I was trying to like you know keep it together because I like uh, keep like a very confident like okay it's gonna be alright it's happened for a reason. Yeah. I try to like you know say everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for keep a reason. Keep it positive, right? Not happy, but you know everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but um yeah, I was I was definitely stressed about that. Definitely like um a lot going through my head. Like this is like a passion. This is like oh I'm not gonna be able to shoot. And then the negative thoughts start coming and then but i had i had a lot of great people around me like wonderful people who like who helped me like get through it and everything like that and then eventually right. i saved up enough money that GoFundMe helped a lot um i ended up getting a, a, a nice a little insurance claim on it because at first okay, they cool. weren't trying to do insurance at all yep. so that, that was like kind of stressful but we finally like you know worked it up to get an insurance claim on that and nice. finally after like a month later I got my equipment back and this time now that I have it back, it's just, I treat it so much like, I did treat it even nice, but now it's like even like, you know, very, yeah. very, I'm very protective over it. And like also um, I, I, I learned to slow down a little bit where like, I don't have to rush to, to create something or after like I, yeah. before I was like rushing and rushing and rushing. Now I want to like take my time, be calm. Like that's my main focus right now is to just get my mind right. So where I can like, you know, when I, start creating for like a lot of other people and everything like that i don't have this anxiety that i had when i before my equipment got stolen yeah and and uh i appreciate you sharing that story because again i i can only imagine what you went through and that's why i ask because um you know people that aren't in the business people that can't relate to your story um of trying you know quitting your job and, and just putting all your effort and energy your time your money into this dream won't really understand uh like your equipment being stolen people might see it as oh your stuff's your valuables are stolen but it won't they don't realize that that's your lifeline like that's exactly. what requires you uh to make these projects to make these things happen and yeah man uh i just like that's amazing that you overcame it and the fact Thank that you, you got over that anxiety because that, that's what's something i can relate as well when we do these projects like we put ourselves uh sometimes in situations like yeah it can be done in two days when in reality it's going to take you a week <laughs> or maybe more right yeah like but we want to tell them that uh because we don't want to lose the job we don't want to you know maybe lose the amount the money that's coming in uh and yeah. it's so important that's not not to be like that to be honest that's a big thing that's my business model right it's just being honest with the client and sometimes they not, don't understand, but if they do, even better, because you can create a, a great relationship with them exactly. uh, for future projects. Exactly. Yeah. So you mentioned something about like, you weren't really concerned about the money aspect, like with jobs coming in when you had anxiety, you were just concerned yeah, about the creativity it, part? Yeah, it's a lot of like pressure, you know, like I see so many, like, you know how it is being, um, when, you're, when you're a filmmaker and everything you see on TV or commercials, you see it all the time. Like, like, and like, damn, like, how do they do that? Like, ah, like, how do they like get that shot? Like, or, or you're watching commercial, like, ah, like I need to learn like the, that after effect transition, or I need to learn that blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's just like, you know, so many things you see on TV and every single commercial I'm analyzing it, like my brain, every single thing I look at, I'm just analyzing like, uh, how do I take that? How do I take that? How do I, like, I don't even like watch stuff. And I, I wasn't even like watching stuff to enjoy it. Yeah. Instead of stuff to just like, you know, to exactly. just, to, to, yeah, investigate yeah, it. And, to, you know, to, to investigate it. To, to do it myself. Yeah. So and, and, when I'm doing that though, it's like a lot of comparison and like comparisons of people's joy, you know? hundred percent. 
hundred percent. What one thing I wanted to, I don't know if you agree on this, but the best way I kind of, cause I, I'm in the same boat. I'm guilty of this where I compare, like I'll look on Instagram and it's not so much jealousy. It's more like a concern. Like how am I going to get to that level or how do I get that shot? Right. Like yourself, right. Yeah. How do they, it's so overwhelming, like learning all this stuff. Um, but for me, what I tell myself is you'll develop those skills when the project dictates it. Do you, do you, do you believe in that notion? Like when you get to um, certain projects? Yeah, I, I definitely do. Like, um, after a while you will, you know, you're going to like figure out when you get that project, like, okay, how do I actually do this? How do I actually get that shot? You look it up, YouTube it. And like, I definitely like got to a project where like, I had to like, you know, learn specific things and like, um, different techniques or whatever, uh, just for that specific project. And then now I have it for myself for like, now I learned, actually learned it and I can use it for another project yeah. if I needed to. So I definitely agree with you like on that, like you don't need to know everything. And that, that's the thing that I um, was like stressed about. I, I thought I needed to know everything, everything like, but you don't need to know everything. You just need to like, you know, figure out your style, figure out what you're good at and just keep developing those things and then slowly work in the other things as well. And a big thing I want to say, Amir, is storytelling, uh, like for, for myself, exactly. is like how many videos have you seen, right? Where there's flashy editing and, you know, the stylistic shots, but there's no story. For me, there's I'm a no big story. fan. The, the, the biggest music video sometimes you'll see on Vivo or whatever, Director X, they're just cuts to different shots. The transition, like obviously there's a story being told, but you know what I mean? There's no like crazy after effects happening uh, because that's all you need to like watching the visual narrative. Is all you need to it's, know in understanding the story. I totally agree with you. Right. I, I see videos all the time where it's all just flashy, crazy effects. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but like, it's just no storytelling. But then, yeah, it's 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 the ones I like where it's just like you know you see the story going throughout, and it's just great color grading throughout, like yeah. just great, like great. It's it's like the basic techniques, you know, like good camera movement sometimes, sometimes yeah. still shots, like just yeah. basic stuff. But it's like yeah. a story at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's, and you have to always, uh, go, go after what you, what pulls you, right. Your preference, uh, what inspires you as a filmmaker, like back to what you were saying, like myself, it's, uh, I don't mind flashy stylistic, but at the same time you wanted to have that narrative, right. You wanted to have that exactly. story uh, being told like with the simple cuts, but, uh, nevertheless, um, I want to get into the fact that I saw you post recently, uh, that you're on the Netflix team you're uh yes. you got hired by netflix congratulations that's a huge huge gig that's amazing Appreciate man it. yeah um i want to know like what was your role what's your role at netflix right now what are you what are you up to what are you doing? yeah um so right now i got hired as a locations assistant manager nice so that means i um when the director needs a scene he wants a shot he needs a place to shoot it and right. the location manager my the guy in front of me that my boss He's a guy who goes out and figures out where the scene needs to be shot at. So right. if it's like a, a 70s look to it, he'll find a school that has like a, more of a 70s feel to it. He'll talk to the administrator. He'll figure out um, when's a good day to coordinate the, you know, the schedule for that day um, with, the, with, the, with the school or whatever. Right. And then he'll, he might have to like shut down businesses that are next to the place that they're shooting at. So he'll talk to them and like pay them money right um so like if they're if they're gonna lose money throughout that, that first day of shooting if they're like a retail store you pay them a lot of money that they're gonna lose so so it's a lot of logistics but also a creativity because you get to choose 
Like you're, 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 you're going out and choosing what sites are it, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's something I've been advised by a lot of colleagues, like people in the industry. I've noticed that they do that with locations. Um, it's a great way to get into the industry and learn more about the ins and outs. Cause I'm sure you're, you're gaining a lot of knowledge uh, that you're taking so with you. Right. Yeah. As a filmmaker, yeah. if you decide to make your feature film or whatever next project you, you pursue, right. Exactly. You literally yeah. do. You, you, you learn so much about like, even like the, even like the, the business side to it, you know, like, um, how to get a permit to film in this location if you want yeah. to do it professionally you know what i mean um stuff like that like that that can go a long way you know if you want to like yeah. actually film like a feature a little little short film yourself and you want to use a certain location that yeah you might think is off limits but you could probably get it no i i i uh i have a big smile on my face because i remember like one of the first times like years ago uh when i uh, tried to get a shot of my friend uh on young street uh, which is in Toronto, like a main street in the city. And uh, it happened to, you know, go against, um, we, we in the frame, you could see, yeah, well, you could get, you could see like the front of the building of, you know, an owner, right. Of that build, like a security was kind of tapping us on the shoulder saying, you know, you can't have that in the shot. And we're like, what? Cause we didn't understand Well, we understood permits, but we never thought we'd get tapped on the shoulder. It's like, Oh no, it's a student film. Like, we don't care. You can't do this. I'm like, okay. I'm like, is there a way? And they're like, yeah, you have to speak to uh, head office upstairs. And I'm like, okay. So yeah. So my friend and I looked at each other and we're like, oh, we don't want to do that, you know. Uh, or I yeah. think he was he was a bit skeptical. And then I said, you know what? Why not? Like, screw it. Like, let's see. Because I wanted to learn for myself how's the process. And uh, yeah, we had to wait like 15 minutes. Guy comes out. He's like, oh, what are you guys up to? And like, we're doing a student project. He's like, sign here, here, here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and for that like two second footage, we were able to film in that particular spot just to get the shot, right? All for the shot. Yeah. Yeah, off the shot. That's amazing. Off the shot, that that. Yeah, that's amazing. You got that. Well, yeah, it's uh, we we pushed each other, but I'm saying is that that's obviously not just just a small uh, a glimpse of you know the scale uh, the the power that Netflix has right in terms of location managing and things yeah. like that. But uh, definitely can relate to what you're saying. Um, how did this come on your radar, by the way? This this role. How um, did you? So my neighbor works in film, and he's like a head landscaper, and he recommended me. Um, to the location manager because they're looking for positions. And originally I had applied um, about like, you know, any recommendations or anything like that. And I didn't get the job. So I was like, you know, pretty bummed out. Like, oh damn, like they never, they never, you know, hit me right, back. Right, they probably didn't even look at it, um, yeah. Yeah, like damn, they never hit me back. Um, Cause I don't have experience on working on a set before. And I'm like the youngest guy out there working on the set, so. Yeah it's like crazy like how i like it actually like end up working but he put you put in a great word for me um nice I, and then i had to apply send in a resume um after they went through the resume they they uh it's actually funny my girlfriend made the resume like a netflix like she made it look like netflix with the colors like black and red and everything like that okay that's so so yeah. yeah yeah and it looks like really good and he's like oh man like i, I love your resume design like i mean like i guess it's like kind of stood out you know what i mean so, <laughs> yeah i'm perfect yeah there you go netflix is yeah, all about yeah. that yeah yeah so like that's it was cool. like black and red with like you know film things on it like it yeah, yeah pretty yeah. good and um they called me i had the interview right there um on zoom they called me back in a couple of days say okay we need you next week and then as soon as i got like a COVID shot 
uh, not COVID test, COVID test. The they vaccine, test yeah. Off, they test. Oh, a test. Oh, a test. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they test. They test for COVID often, and and, oh, um, and then I just started working there, and now like you know I'm like working on the set. I'm um I'm like all around like the actors sometimes. It's it's really it's really cool. It's really dope. Yeah, that's amazing, man. It's an amazing story, and it it just goes to show like. Uh, it, it's nice to have those contacts, right? It's nice to have those yeah. connections. And, you know, people uh, don't realize how much uh, putting in a good word goes like a long way. Yeah, and uh, it it's helped you with that. Yeah. Um, and that's so cool, man. I, I'm really uh, proud of you that way. Like Netflix is a huge deal. Like I said, it's big I in Toronto. That. They moved their office. Um, so, yeah, I'm, looking f- uh, I'm really excited for you for what projects you're about to be working on. I know it's all confidential, but, you know, really exciting stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely signed an NDA like literally. Like, yeah, two yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah, we do that on our own little projects. I don't know if you start doing that, but I actually started that where it's like, yeah, sign here, here, here. <laughs> you know, Damn, a professional. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, no, because it, it's a production company. I incorporate it. I, I make it legit as possible, right? But it's also you yeah. be smart about it because you know if you take it serious, everybody take it serious, right? And exactly. I, it's a small project yeah. today, but what if it's a big project tomorrow, right? So you have to just exactly. kind of implement those like plant those seeds in people's heads and um yeah just how you carry yourself right i definitely i definitely do the same thing i um have contracts now as well right like yes in the nice. contract and yeah i started doing that because i definitely wanted to like you know up my professionalism no that so, yeah yeah that's smart man and then another thing i don't know if you do it already but um you know models right models or talent you should have them sign something where you can use their likeness right or use their their quality their their appearance right promote them on social media did i cut out that's a good idea yeah yeah well well, the reason why i mentioned that man to to help you out is because you know we obviously live in a different world where you know people might come back and say oh you didn't you you didn't ask me for permission and you might be like what what's going on what's happening uh but you need some proof right uh and it's so important to have when dealing with men or women right so yeah, just yeah. just a piece of advice, you know, helping another filmmaker because someone recommended that to me and I'm passing it along. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no worries, man. So uh, before we go, uh, some final thoughts. Um, I believe you're a mutual fan of Drake. Drake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you a fan of him? Um, I'm definitely, definitely a fan of Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I see you, uh, I, I saw that uh, really cool edit you did of his latest song, What's Next? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you. yeah. With the editing, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Like, I liked it. It was like zooming in, zooming out. It was very stylistic, <laughs> and I was pumped. And I, the reason why I say that is because when I listen to the music video, I'm always thinking, right? As filmmakers, in my head, like, "Oh, what would my video look like? My interpretation of that." Uh, and yeah, when you right? posted it, I'm like, "Let's go!" <laughs> this guy's on, like, on. <laughs> you did it right away, you know. So I love that. Oh That's yeah. Amazing. I yeah. It was um. That was like that was just random footage I just put together. Honestly, I didn't even like plan that. I just yeah I yeah. Said, yeah. Uh, yeah so for, for but, content for purposes of contest yeah, leftover content. footage, right yeah yeah exactly there yeah you go. I, yeah man thank you i appreciate that so much it's actually it means a lot man because i mean yeah I, um just like everyone else man i, I get discouraged sometimes and i don't think my work is sometimes good I, I i tell that to everybody when i talk to you i'm like man i don't even think it's all that sometimes bro to hear to hear people like you know appreciate it it means a lot so i really appreciate that yeah well it makes you feel better when i watched it i had basically your thoughts it's like how did you do it right like what you you got (laughs) up my game so i'm just saying is that as much as you think you're the one comparing with everyone else it's like there could be people also comparing with you right and saying hey 
that that guy's that guy uh, did some cool edits how do you do that let, let me see if i can pull it off as well uh so that's really cool thank man you. and uh yeah keep the faith for sure um, thank you and uh so what's happening next for you man just working at netflix and doing these jobs uh, yeah this this um this netflix job is gonna go it's, it's it has me booked man for like till september it's like 12 hour days on set monday through friday um in the shooting it's a long shoot in ohio so they're shooting all the way to like mid-september um so right now i'm really just trying to just learn as much as i can yeah, um sure. stay low-key a little bit um I'm, I'm gonna be shooting mostly more of my own stuff because another thing that like i like shooting for other people but i love shooting my own stuff too yeah so um mostly right now like i'm taking a few clients um not doing too like, as much as i was doing before but you know, here and there, if I like, I want to put a portfolio and everything like that. Sure. And then also I'm just focusing a lot on like what I want to create, like what's my style, like what I want to do, like um, just the stuff for me that I don't make money for just content purposes, but like, you know, upping up, you know, just having better quality content yeah. that I can make for myself where I can like practice my storytelling skills, you know, just so I'm just a lot of like, making a lot of more content for myself right now. As, as filmmakers, our portfolio is our resume. I always say, it. you know, yeah. like as much as we have a formal resume, right? It's written out what you did. Uh, people want to see your videos. People want to see your work. And I think that's so exactly. important. You invest that time in yourself um, and create little videos. Uh, I don't know if you've seen them, uh, but I made these, these uh, years ago. But when I went to California, uh, just before the pandemic, I came back and I had so much extra footage where I just got songs that I enjoyed or songs that I felt, felt best fit the, uh, the footage. And um, I did like San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego. Um, so back to your point, even if it's like a minute or five minutes or, you know, an hour, just put stuff out there, put little clips, little videos. Uh, so people see, right. Like what you're, exactly. what you're up to, what you're making and what best, exactly. uh, the best thing that uh, expresses you, right. That's an extension. Exactly. Of you. Yeah. That's great, man. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of great stuff. That's amazing. And um, you know, I wish you all the best with Netflix and uh you know, hopefully you can uh, slide in a project over there and maybe uh, pitch them something, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Man. <laughs> That'll be amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's so important to have the faith, man, and take that leap. Uh, if, if there's anything I took from this conversation. So that's something yeah. that um, anyone that's listening can. Uh, yeah, I love what you're doing, by the way, man. It's just so cool to me. Oh, like, you know, you're out here you. doing your own thing, man. Podcast, it's amazing. Every single time I see it on Instagram, I always click it. It's oh like, thank oh, you man. yeah that means yeah. wow that means a lot man yeah the, the yeah, podcast yeah. is a way to show another side of me like who i am as a person but also as a creative yeah, and yeah yeah I, see, yeah I got a lot of good stuff from that too like a lot of cool people that you have on your show too thank just you like, yeah I, so it's an honor to actually like actually be on it after seeing it for so long it's like it's, oh yeah this is so cool well wow, I'm, <laughs> I'm really I'm, a, I'm really flattered by that i appreciate that man because uh yeah. i respect your work just as much and you know, this isn't the last time I want you on. Uh, I want you to be on the podcast again. Um, I think I feel like you can share your journey more and inspire people. And also, if you want to promote projects, right? Because there's a lot coming up, especially if you're doing a project that you're creating yourself. I would love to yeah. talk about the process. And uh, yeah. like I said, I have a short film that I'm working on currently. Um, you know, I'm putting together, and I'll happy be happy to send that over, and we can yeah discuss more. Uh, set up another and podcast. Let's do it, dude. Let's do it, man. Yeah. The best thing, the best thing, I think the biggest thing I'm learning from Netflix too is like, I see how much of a collaborative process filmmaking really is. Yes. And like, yes. 
I'm always by myself and like I want to collaborate with people so badly. So like yeah. maybe in the future, yeah. like we can collaborate, we can do something. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. I'll fly out. I'll fly out there, and we'll be a location this oh, man. I'll fly out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or fly up here. Yeah, man. Hey, no, right. no, uh, not joking. If you ever end up in Toronto or vice versa, right? Like I, we will message each other and we could shoot a whole bunch of content. That's something actually a friend of mine from high school because he's in a similar field as me. Um, He's like more of a video, like videographer has a production company. We, we just say that like, Hey, one, let's just meet up and grab footage of each other and piece something together um, yeah. with music, right? Music tells the story. You don't need, you don't need to be that fancy. You'll, you'll be surprised, right? That you can get a lot of attention just by putting stuff out there. That, that, that speaks honestly about who you are, right? That, that's, yeah. so, that still has to be quality, but you get my point, right? It doesn't have to be yeah. like insanely, uh, intrinsic like detailed so just just have the courage to put yourself out there courage to put yourself out there yeah don't overthink it don't worry like you need that certain after effects to pull this off it's like if the story's there if it's cohesive you know people will it doesn't have to be perfect and move on to yeah. the next project kind of thing right so yeah yeah that what you just said helped out a lot so thank you yeah yeah uh i i really do believe in that man and uh like i said i really respect what you're doing looking forward to having you back on the podcast looking forward to yes. eventually collaborating um yes, and like i sir. said man amazing stuff with netflix congratulations again thank you so much man thank you thank you everybody for listening thank you again amir miller for coming on the podcast and we'll talk soon